Are you ready to talk sports with one of the leading sports journalists of today? Welcome to All Around Sports with John Inglesby. John's years of experience as a journalist has allowed him to net exclusive interviews with top players, former players, commissioners, and owners. John and his guests are ready to give you the straight word when it comes to sports. Now, let's talk all around sports. Here is your host, John Inglesby. Voice America listeners, welcome to my 509th ever show of all around sports. Reach Monday at noon Eastern time. We broadcast live from... Florida to go all around the world of sports for one hour to discuss what happened last week and what's ahead for this week. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net, which comes to me through my website at www.iirsports.com. As always, I will give you my highlights, lowlights, and bizarre news items from this past week. Also, we will be joined next segment by our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and basketball and many other sports as well. Well, my highlight of the week is, of course, March Madness, which did not disappoint. It never does. Uh, And it particularly didn't disappoint with the Farley Dickinson University upset of number one seed uh, to literally shock the world, um, beating Purdue. Uh, it was the second time in history that a 16 seed had beaten a one seed. Uh, and exactly like uh, when University of Maryland Baltimore campus beat Virginia, uh, something I'll never forget because I was in Las Vegas when that game was unfolding and went to the sports book in Caesars uh, as I saw the score in the second half. And I'll never forget it because there was UMBC alumni literally dancing on the tables as the clock wound down. I'll never forget it. Uh, so it, the, the FDU, Farley Dickinson victory, uh, reminded me so much of that night, uh, the first time it ever happened, the 16 beating a one. Many are calling it the greatest upset in history, even more so than the UMBC win over Vegas. Uh, one thing's for sure, they're one and one A. You can pick whatever one you like. Uh, so it was also particularly interesting for me because... Farley Dickinson University out of Teaneck, New Jersey, had beaten my alma mater, St. Francis of Pennsylvania, in the Northeast Conference Tournament just a couple of weeks ago on their way to uh, getting the NCAA berth. Uh, So this is the type of stuff that March Madness brings to all of us uh, and just shocking uh, and speaking of shocking and speaking of the University of Virginia, uh, they were a four seed and they lost to number 13 seed Furman. That was a major, major upset, uh, to put it mildly. And it's just amazing how, again, March Madness just always delivers. You can just go to the bank with this, these types of upsets occurring 
uh, it just never, ever fails. And uh, so here we are. We're down to the Sweet 16. And getting there uh, for the last four days leads to my bizarre story of the week, which is Princeton beating Arizona. Princeton was a 15 seed. Arizona was a two seed. Next best, next best thing to a 16 beating a one. And, uh, and in this case, Far- Farley Dickinson, as we now know, of course, lost last night to Florida Atlantic University. FDU lost to FAU. And, uh, so they're out, they're out of the tournament. Uh, but no one will ever forget their game against Purdue and no one will ever forget, uh, you know, they run the run they've made in this tournament, uh, the run being one game, but that's all it needed to be called a run and played great last night, but couldn't get over FAU. But back to my bizarre story of the week with Princeton, again, beating Arizona 15 to two. And unlike FDU, they followed it up by smoking Missouri, uh, the SEC, to get to the Sweet 16. So Princeton still lives, and uh, they will be playing this coming weekend. Uh, so good for them. And, uh, of course, Princeton is just forever been one of those teams uh, that you that are scary to the top seeds. Uh, they have pulled up tremendous memorable upsets in the past they have come close to pulling off memorable memorable upsets that did not happen losing uh by a point or two uh but they've played in some epic games of course many of them were under their coach at the time pete carrill legendary and uh so you know again princeton is uh literally the last team most teams want to play because they just uh, have a history of playing very, very well, very deliberately, certainly under Pete Carell, a team that doesn't make mistakes and makes other teams play their game more often than not. And uh, they always, uh, you know, they they always make a little noise, it seems, in the tournament. Uh, Speaking of the blue blood, speaking of, you know, the opposite end of the spectrum, which would be Blue Bloods, uh, defending champion Kansas lost to Arkansas in a terrific game to watch. Uh, Duke lost to Tennessee, uh, and Tennessee just looked great doing it. Duke had been on quite a run recently, as we all know. I think they had won something like eight to ten in a row. Looked good. A lot of people were picking them, certainly for the final four, if not to go all the way. And uh, so they're out. Kansas is out. Kentucky lost yesterday. They're out. We are talking some serious blue bloods of uh, college basketball, and they're all out. Uh, I did see a graphic this morning that it's the first time uh, in a while that those three have been out this early in the tournament. Uh, but a couple of other uh, Blue Bloods are advancing. Michigan State, Tom Izzo, uh, they're, they're moving forward. They won their game yesterday and uh, looked really good doing it, actually. And uh, safe to say, never bet against Tom Izzo in March. 
Uh, I, I was hearing the nickname thrown around yesterday of Mr. March for Tom Izzo. We all know what an emotional time this has been up at Michigan State after the shootings of a few weeks back. So, uh, you know, good for them advancing. Again, Tom Izzo just knows how to get it done in March. Uh, pretty amazing. And UConn. Uh, I've spent decades in New England and UConn, both men and women, but in this case, men, obviously. Uh, they've been bringing it, the national championships under Jim Calhoun. Uh, and Danny Hurley has resurrected the program. Um, and here they are moving forward and looking very, very good doing it. Uh, so they're, they're going to be playing this coming weekend in the sweet 16. So it has really been, uh, you know, quite a, uh, quite a run for UConn. They've had a great year and it's just great to see them, uh, back in the picture, back advancing. And, uh, so Good for them. So it's just, again, quite a tournament. Bracketology is at its best. Alabama, uh, number one overall seed. They, of course, are advancing. And uh, Kansas State uh, took out Kentucky. As I referenced earlier, I said Kentucky lost. I didn't say the winner, but it was Kansas State. They're moving forward. Uh UCLA and Gonzaga both won, so they're going to be playing each other uh, coming up. And uh, so that's going to be fun. UConn will be playing Arkansas, Texas, uh, beat Penn State, which is my low light of the week, is Penn State getting bounced by Texas on Saturday night. Penn State learned the lesson uh, that we all know well, win by the three and die by the three. Uh, they play... Uh, like the Celtics pouring up threes, no surprise. Their coach Shrewsbury uh, goes way back with Brad Stevens of the Celtics and was on the staff. Uh, Penn State went scoreless in uh, the last few minutes of the game. Uh, so very disappointing. I grew up near Penn State in central Pennsylvania, so I was very excited to see them, um, you know, moving forward. Uh at least winning that, you know, with their run in the Big Ten, and then uh, and then winning their first game against, uh, you know, last week or earlier in the week, and uh, but they finally met their match on Saturday. So Texas will be playing uh, Xavier, and then Houston, another number one regional seed, advanced. They'll be playing Miami. So these are some really really good games coming up. It's going to be fun, no doubt about it. And uh, so we're all looking forward to, uh, after just uh, nonstop basketball over the weekend, it was just great. Uh, just, again, 16 games Thursday and Friday, eight games Saturday and Sunday. It was just awesome uh, to have all that basketball. And we get another good dose on Thursday and Friday night leading into what will be the uh, Elite Eight uh, for next weekend. So now let's take our break. And next up will be our call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and basketball and many other sports as well. So don't go anywhere. 
Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Planning for college? Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton, a former admissions officer at the University of Pennsylvania, and featuring her fellow admissions and college finance experts from Bright Horizons College Coach. The show shares what colleges are really looking for and how to highlight your hard-won achievements for the best chance of success. New episodes air every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. As humans, we suffer when we believe we are not good enough. We are taught we must be better, look better, try harder, and achieve more. We cope with the stress and disappointment of life in ways that make us feel worse and keep us stuck in a cycle of unworthiness. We don't have to live this way. You don't have to live this way. Kirsten and her guests will share how self-acceptance and unconditional self-love can help you break this cycle and find freedom. Listen to Giraffe Tango Octopus Freedom for Humans with Kirsten Johansson, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. listening to all around sports with your host john inglesby become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net 
Now back to the show. Wish America listeners, welcome back to segment two of All Around Sports, and I'm your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. And it's that time of the show when our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Studham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and basketball and many other sports as well, joins us. And A.P., how you doing today? Hey, pretty good, John. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Um, I guess uh, you enjoying March Madness so far? I'm assuming you are with Alabama's advancing to the Sweet 16. Yeah, three SEC teams, Alabama in the uh, South, Tennessee in the East, and then Arkansas in the West. So three teams still alive in the Southeastern Conference. I know, unlike the Big Ten, which I think only has one team left, um, which is rather surprising. But here we it's March Madness for a reason. And, uh, yeah, Alabama. Um, they look good, AP, you know, especially when you factor in that two number one seeds were ousted, Kansas and uh, Purdue, and but yet Alabama and Houston. But, uh, you know, both – uh, you know, played like number one seeds, uh, both with solid victories uh, over the, you know, over the weekend. And uh, now they're both advancing. But Alabama, I have to think, uh, must have been pretty exciting down there with them winning their two games in Birmingham. Oh, yeah, John. There's no question that this could be and has been already an historic season. The overall number one seed for the very first time. Once again, winning the league, regular season, and the conference tournament. So that was the eighth time that they won the conference tournament. You know, Kentucky won 32, but Alabama is actually in second place, historically, John. Uh, really? So Alabama, that's interesting. The, the, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's the case. Yeah, second place for Alabama. People don't realize it. And I still think they maybe have the all-time uh, second most wins in the conference. Wow. That's impressive, very impressive, actually. Uh, you know, the SEC has a pretty glorious history uh, in many sports, certainly basketball and football, and uh, Kentucky's the blue blood, but Alabama number two, that's that's pretty amazing. So, uh, so you know, how do you like the outlook? Uh, Alabama will be playing... Who on? San Diego State. Sa- San Diego, San Diego State. State. All right. Sorry. Well, just, yeah. I was looking to my yeah, bracket and <laughs> didn't, oh, yeah. didn't see San Diego State on the line against Alabama, shall we say. I'm not alone, I'm guessing. Right, right. The number five seed. So it's always hard to keep track of everything. Done. You're right. You have to have that bracket in front of you. But I heard they're a good defensive team. And John, that coach, his dad, a few number of years ago, was the coach of the University of Minnesota. And then he was on the staff when they had the Fab Five at Michigan. So that's his wow. connection. He probably came over there with um, the former San Diego State coach uh, from Michigan, Steve Fisher. I, I think that's the way it happened. But anyway, he was connected to Michigan when they had those great ball clubs. Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, Derek Rose and all the rest. Yeah, the Fab Five, uh, legendary team. Um, to say the least. And, 
Yeah, San Diego State. Now there's another school. You know, they, I was talking about Princeton, and of course, uh, they're they're advancing uh, with their two big wins over the weekend, particularly beating uh, beating the number two seed uh, over the weekend, which was nothing short of amazing, taking out Arizona. But uh, yeah, San Diego State's one of those teams that uh, you know always make you know often makes some noise in March. It's impressive. So. Uh, they might fall in a bit of the Princeton category as someone that, you know, the Blue Bloods are the overall number one seeds type team like Alabama, you know, uh, aren't thrilled to be playing them. They know how dangerous teams like that can be this time of year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Princeton, John, you know, they beat Arizona, then they beat a, a good Missouri team by double digits. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I think I was just, Trying to recall, I think Alabama has not played since and it's been maybe in the 70s, and they beat Alabama time or two during that when Alabama had their good basketball teams in the 70s. So I, I think people will recognize that Princeton can beat anybody because uh, Missouri right. was the number four seed in the SEC tournament, good basketball team and program with the first year coach, Dennis Gates out of Chicago. So uh, if Alabama was to win this next game, uh, They'll better take Princeton seriously because, as I tell everybody, John, the ball in the basket, that's what matters. You can discuss the rebounds, the defense, the passing, the chemistry, but watching these teams uh, um, over the course of the weekend, you must make baskets. It's not like football. You can't have a good first half and say, oh, we're going to hold on now. Exactly, AP. I, uh, yeah, I Speaking of the 70s, you know, those Princeton teams back in that era under Pete Carrill made a lot of noise. Uh, again, maybe the number one team that, uh, you know, the Blue Bloods didn't want to play. And they made tremendous noise, deliberate style of play. They forced other teams to play their style, which was very deliberate. Defense, that type of thing. Not many turnovers. and uh, And here they are you know, back again. And, uh, you know, they're just simply, uh, what they did to Missouri was stunning. I, I mean, but what they did, of course, you know, to, uh, take out Arizona was beyond stunning. They're 15 seed and they beat the number two seed. Uh, it's nothing short of remarkable, but to fall, but, you know, unlike Farley Dickinson, which deserves all the credit in the world for taking out number one seed Purdue, uh, but to follow it up the way Princeton did was literally remarkable. I mean, I, I was, when I saw the score and whatnot, I was just stunned that they, you know, won by double digits, just like you said. Yeah, John, Missouri tested throughout the year playing in the Southeastern Conference. And, and I remember watching parts of the press conference with the Missouri coach. He was praising the Princeton program through the years and, and how they've defeated many teams in the tournament, and better take them seriously. And I don't. I guess I was listening, but I don't think his team. So, right. Right. You you might very well be correct on that one, AP. And you know, and so you ha really have to give credit to the SEC, AP, because you know they, uh, you know, they do have multiple teams moving forward, and. 
that's with Missouri losing and what at minimum was considered an upset with, with you know, losing to Princeton by double digits. But, you know, you know even on the heels of Princeton uh, coming off their massive upset of Arizona. So, yeah, it's uh, and Kentucky AP speaking of the SEC. So Kentucky's out. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, when you're being paid, I think maybe the highest in the country, I think John Calipari is probably up there around 10, 11 million. I don't think they're getting their, their money's worth in the last half a dozen years or so, I guess. Doesn't seem like that they're, that they're getting some of these McDonald's All American players, and um, for whatever reason, John, they're struggling. They're, they're just not dominating, not even close to dominating. They, I mean, to get beat by uh, Kansas State. Kansas State's a team, I mean, that's the, maybe that's one of the biggest surprise, surprises in college basketball. They last, right? In the Big 12. Yep. Here, here they are in the Sweet 16. Yeah, exactly. Uh, is, there, well, is, there is there a bigger surprise there, man? I don't think so, AP. They're just, uh, yeah. But, you know, a team like Kansas State has certainly been tested all year long because the Big 12 was by acclamation the number one conference, it seemed, throughout the year. Most teams in the top 20, that type of thing. And just, you know, every game just seemed like two quality teams um, were playing. And, you know, uh, and Kansas State, I thought, you know, their victory just reflected that, that, you know, they've just been through the grind all year long. And that's not to say that the SEC teams haven't. Uh, the tournament has proven that they have. We have Alabama. We have Tennessee. Who else is advancing from the SEC AP? Arkansas. Arkansas, yes. Arkansas. <laughs> Can't forget Arkansas. Uh, that was very, very impressive victory by them, uh, to say the least. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, the, the, I'd say that right, right now those two conferences are sort of a cut above, um, you know, the others, um, to say the least. So it's fun. I'll tell you, it, it's just amazing, AP, how it just always, always, always delivers March Madness. And, oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been spectacular, Wide open. Oh, just absolutely wide open. Um, well, we can't, uh, you know, go too deep into the conversation, AP, without talking about Farley Dickinson, uh, a team I know well, believe it or not. Uh, as I said at the top of the show, on their way to getting the berth in the Final Four, they beat my alma mater, St. Francis of Pennsylvania, uh, in the Northeast Tournament. Northeast is the name of the conference, the Northeast Conference that St. Francis and, of course, Farley Dickinson both play in. And uh, and so, you know, I was just loving them becoming the second team ever to be a 16 seed to beating a one seed. Purdue, of course, is who they beat. And just many are calling it the greatest, the biggest upset in college basketball history. Uh, it's it's either that or UMBC, University of Maryland, Baltimore campus beating Virginia, number number one overall seed. That might be the only difference there. That Virginia that year was a number one overall seed, like Alabama is this year. 
whereas Purdue was a number one seed in the region, but not the number one overall seed. But I don't know. Right. Again, you could make the case that Farley Dickinson's victory is the greatest of all time. It's one and one A with those two for upsets in the tournament. Right. Oh, yeah, I think so, John. Yeah, and also, you have to consider that Purdue had one of the better, if not the best big man in the country. This is the game of basketball. You have the best big man. You should be able to win a couple of games, even if the team is shooting for it. Exactly, yes, and then the defense by FDU was magical, what they did uh, to contain the big man, to say the least, and, uh, you know, really, uh, they, they fronted him, they were in the back of him, they were all around him, like, and they're a small team, so there was like two, if not three people pretty much around him the whole time, and uh, and it worked, what else can you say, it worked, Um as evidenced by the very end when they threw an inbounds pass on their final play of the game, Purdue, and it just kind of sailed over the big man's head, and that pretty much wrapped up the game. So, AP, hard to believe we're at the end of our first segment here together, so why don't we take our first break, but still a lot more to get to on the other side. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Decoying immature bucks, supporting American fishermen, kicking off the wild game grilling season, and more is happening this week on The Revolution. Joining the boys is master woodsman Jeff Danker with Buck Ventures, the sea-taming Tommy Gomes from The Fishmonger, and High Mountain Seasonings Barbecue King Brian Tucker. The Revolution is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in every Friday to get your weekend kickoff early. Join the legendary G. Keith Alexander for What's Hot Harlem America. The flagship show of the new Harlem America Digital Network has something for everyone. From the latest in entertainment to empowerment, health and wellness, and more, we'll bring you a variety of fresh viewpoints, voices, and ideas. What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander can be heard every Friday at 1 p.m. in New York and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
You are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net. Now back to the show. Wish America listeners. Welcome back to segment three of All Around Sports, and I am your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. And back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and basketball and many other sports as well. And A.P., we, of course, are talking about March Madness, you are right there in the belly of the beast in Alabama with Alabama, uh, the number one overall seed, winning their two games, advancing to the Sweet 16 up in Louisville. And uh, But AP, that's Alabama is not the only team that you have ties to. Uh, you, like me, having lived in New England, uh, lived in Connecticut. So... UConn is back in the picture, and I'm personally just loving it. Yeah, John, they got an excellent team. I mean, they came they down. Do. I mean, they do. They, they went out to Portland and beat Alabama out there in that tournament. And they have length, and they have shooters, and they have uh, athleticism, and they, they play fast and, and put a lot of points on the board. And, and I, I really like their chances. I mean, they're, they're in – I think they have the toughest road. They have to play Arkansas, who's very athletic and come to life that, you know, an injured player came back and um, they're competing very hard. And then on the other side, you have what Gonzaga and UCLA, that winner. So that's, those are two very difficult games to, to reach the final four. Oh, absolutely. No, that's the West bracket. And, uh, yeah. UConn, Arkansas, they were saying on uh, all the – Shows last night, halftime, postgame, whatever, pregame. Arkansas uh, versus UConn is shaping up to be one of the uh, more interesting games coming up. Um, and yes, like you said, Gonzaga, UCLA, that, uh, you know, that really is shaping up. You, I really, you know, UCLA is. Uh, a team I've got my eye on from the beginning because, in my mind, you know, they're a veteran team. Every time I watched them this year, I was like, boy, I remember those guys. You know, they've been around for a few years. Ago. Exactly yeah. from when they had that spectacular, unbelievable yeah, they, game. They Alabama, yeah, they, they beat Alabama on a last-second shot. Um, oh, they did? Okay. 16, I believe it was, yeah. And that was a back-and-forth ball game. I think that was an overtime game, if I recall. Alabama tied it on a, a long three-point shot, and then UCLA won it overtime. But, yeah, UCLA, UCLA, John, I saw them play this year in person. Oh, you did? Yeah, I sure did. I saw them play against USC at UCLA. Oh, oh that's, that's a great game to see, to put it mildly. Uh, yeah, yeah, again, I've had my eye on them, them from the beginning because they're such a veteran team, and they had that great game a few years back against Gonzaga, if I'm not mistaken. That's when... Jalen Suggs hit like a half-court shot to win the game. Am I remembering that correctly? Well, I think that was uh, pretty close. But did he tie the game or win the game? I, it, it didn't, 
wasn't Gonzaga, didn't Gonzaga play Baylor in the championship? So I think UCLA lost in the next round, even though they had a long shot. I think maybe tie. Was that what it called? Yeah. Right. I remember it being very dramatic. Uh, but you know, there's going to be a rematch of what was then, a, you know, just a classic game, to say the least. And uh, oh, yeah. I watched the Gonzaga game last night in its entirety. And uh, Drew Timmy had a fabulous game. And, you know, he, he of course, has been around forever, <laughs> it seems. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and, you know, he's still delivering, to say the least. So, yeah, so it was, uh, so that's going to be just uh, a, a great game. They said last night, I think it might have been Jay Wright, that, you know, the winner of that game has a very good chance of winning the national championship. I agree. I was thinking the same yeah. thing. So that's going to be, uh, that could be the headliner for the weekend coming up. Yeah, he, he seemed to think that the team that wins that, that wins, wins that region will be the national champion. I couldn't. Correct. I mean, I would say they have as good a chance as any. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I, I think it's going to be really fun. Um, you know, all the games are really looking good. Um, you know, like we already talked about, UConn, Arkansas, Texas, Xavier. I mean, Texas, I was very disappointed that Penn State uh, lost to Texas. Uh, live by the three, die by the three, right, AP? That's what happens. It sure does. Unless you have an alternate plan, and you can play some defense and manufacture points on that side of the ball, uh, it, it just gets very difficult if you're not making that three-point shot because mentally, even if it's subconsciously, your effort is not as, as strong on the defensive side. And that you, you need to really increase the, the effort on the defensive side when you're not making the shot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Um, it was a frustrating game because Penn State, as they often do, because they're good at the threes, you, you know, came back. Texas was in control for a large part of the game, but then they came back and, uh, and you know, actually had the lead late. And, uh, you know, Texas was the number two seed. Penn State was the number 10 seed. So we're talking upset here right. if, if they would have won. Right. But they looked so good in that first-round game against uh, – uh, who, who did they beat in that first game, Penn State? But they were just draining threes like you like you read about, um, to say the least. They beat Texas, a very good Texas A&M team, I might add. Yeah, 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 John. People were really excited to possibly see Texas A&M play Texas in that second game. Now people are looking forward to maybe Texas, Houston, and Kansas City. Exactly. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah, exactly right. AP They're, uh, You know, they're all very capable to put it mildly. And yeah, Texas Houston could definitely come to pass. Although Houston's going to have their hands full against Miami, I think, too. Miami looked really they good should, last night. Yeah, they certainly will. They have some long range bombers on that team, right? Right. Absolutely. Um no, there's just really nothing like it. Uh, you know, the last four days have been incredible, and now we're getting into some tremendous matchups uh, coming up in the next, uh, you know, this Thursday and Friday. We'll get it going, and then the survivors will be, of course, playing Saturday and Sunday for the chance to go to the Final Four, 
which you, by the way, will be attending. Houston still lives. Uh, the Final Four this year is in Houston, and Houston has a chance to uh, be playing in their home city. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, that would be uh, uh, quite a coup for the hometown to have the University of Texas, who's one of the hosts. You know, they the, the hosts are usually the schools in that city. It'll be Texas, I think Texas Southern, University of Houston, and I'm not sure, maybe Lamar. Or no, Lamar's in Beaumont, I think, but whatever schools are in this host city, that Rice. they're the, the, the name that's on the invitation. I mean, yeah, Rice. Rice University, maybe? Rice. Rice, Rice is in Houston, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that could really be fun. Um, and it's going to be great. Uh, but, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, uh, yeah, I, I think you, Xavier, after a really tough first round, a game they truly, truly could have lost to Kennesaw. Um, and Kennesaw you know, was, <laughs> had a nice lead, but Xavier to their credit came back late, very late. And Kennesaw, you know, could have been as big, if not bigger than Farley Dickinson university, given their recent history, which was like, I think they just went to division one, went from one loss to like five losses to like one loss to like one win to like five wins to like whatever, eight wins to the tournament. And they almost pulled off the right. upset against Xavier. So that would have been, right. again, F.D. Parley Dickinson worthy. No doubt about it. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, these, these games have been so, so much fun. And, John, they've, everybody is playing so hard. Yes, they are. Yeah, the effort is off the charts. It really yeah, is. That's what I noticed. Yeah, that's what I noticed about it. Yeah. No, it's just so impressive. It just means so much. Um, you know, just so much goes into this. And, you know, the elation, the heartbreak, uh, the emotion. That, that That's what really maybe sets this tournament apart a lot. Of course, a lot of the announcers are just coaches, whatever, just flat out saying, you know, it's the greatest tournament in the world. Uh, sitting here today, I don't think many people would argue with that <laughs> at all. Right, right, right. You know? yeah. There's really just nothing like it. Uh, but AP, we're here at the end of our second segment together. So why don't we take our final break? Still a few more things to get to. So don't go anywhere. A little birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Listen for Go to Health Radio. Featuring host Jonathan Marks and health experts from around the world who bring evidence-based education from Western, alternative, and holistic practices. We bring together you, seeking relevant and proven information for your healthcare needs and reputable healthcare experts and companies who offer quality education for your benefit. Monthly, we also share continuing education for medical professionals. Listen live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Did you know that millions of people around the world do not have children? And yet the personal and professional experiences of people without children remain largely unacknowledged across cultures and within our personal networks. Public and workplace policies, media narratives, and educational content often reflect an unconscious bias, rendering our experiences invisible. New Legacy Radio engages these missing conversations. 
with the voices of our community and allies and through committed action for meaningful change. New Legacy Radio, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to Melody Edmondson's The Space of the Waste radio program. This companion piece to her successful guidebook series, The Space of the Waste, focuses on body types and how to make your waist length flattering, no matter what your body type is. Guests include designers, merchandise managers, factory owners, and more. You'll also find out what accessories will complement your body shape and waist length. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to the fourth and final segment of All Around Sports. I am your host, John Inglesby. And back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham veteran multimedia personality who covers SCC football and basketball and many other sports as well. And before we get started, my pick of the week for appointment viewing is, of course, what we devoted the entire show to, uh, which is March Madness, and it's the Sweet 16 coming up. And uh, starting Thursday and Friday, go spelling, and the winners from those games will play Saturday and Sunday. And AP, one thing we didn't touch on, was uh, Kansas. We talked about Arkansas, of course, winning and advancing. And now they're uh, set up to play UConn in what should be a great game. But the team they beat, of course, is the defending national champion, Kansas. And Bill Self, uh, of course, was in the hospital during the uh, Big 12 tournament. And then uh, where Texas... Uh, took him out in the championship game. Uh, and apparently, you know, everybody assumed he would just be there for the tournament. But, uh, and he says he's ready, but apparently his doctors have said he's not ready <laughs> to be coaching. And so he hasn't been there. And of course, they lost uh, uh, Arkansas in what was, you know, a really good game, um, of course. But that's it. So Kansas a team that many thought had a very strong chance of repeating. They always do. They're the perennial blue blood. Uh, there'll be no defending champion this year, AP, or no two-time winner, shall we, or back-to-back winner, shall we say. No, they sure won't. And if you look at the field, John, we have UCLA. Yep. 
and they've uh, won a few, I right? Think, <laughs> yeah, they've won a few championships so in their history, I'd say. Yeah, they sure have. Eleven, I think <laughs> they're they're they won eleven. I think that's. I right. think it's 11, I believe. I think, I, I think it's 11, too. Yeah, I think it's 11. Somewhere in there it was 10, 5, 6, John, 7 in John a row. John Wooden, 10, and then back in 95, it was the, the, uh, the 11th one, that's, I believe. Uh, I remember that, yeah. They're, yeah, they're the only team that stands out in that field. So the right. remaining 16, right? I mean, as, like, State, uh, Alabama, as a Florida Atlantic, and San Diego State, and Princeton, and... Uh, Connecticut is, is maybe right below UCLA, I guess. You you put them in that category. I'd say they're second. Arkansas won, won a title. Um, Sidney Moncrief, you know, that done. team, right? Uh, the team that won it with Arkansas was right the year before in 94. They beat Duke. That was Nolan Richardson. No, Nolan Richardson was uh, the coach. Sure, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that was Scotty Pitt, uh, Scotty uh, Thurman hit that shot from the right side. The foul line extended deep. Yeah, that's, that's right. The play I remember in that game. One of the plays I remember in that game. Sure. But, but as you look at that, that I'm saying looking at the field, it's it's, it's uh, UCLA, Connecticut, UConn, and Arkansas, and then after that, just trying to people to reach that left. Yeah, uh, well, I think there's a lot of people, you know, have a soft spot for Gonzaga. I know last night that was kind of evident with the yeah. announcing and just it was really centered around as it as it should be. You know, Drew Drew Timmy, um, you know, has, he's been there what feels like forever, and uh, yeah. you know, not winning uh, yet. Uh, they got to the national right. championship game after quite the run, but Baylor uh, Baylor beat them in the national championship game. So I think there's a lot of sentiment out there that would like to see Gonzaga. They've kind of been, you know, climbing the hill for a long, long yeah, time. time. Getting, over 20 years, over 20 yeah. years. I can remember that being on the team, maybe 98, 99. And, uh, John, I was just thinking about the teams maybe have been in the final game. I think Kansas State many years ago, Kentucky beat him, I think it was, in 51. And then you have Gonzaga been in the, been in the championship game. Also, I'm trying to think of the other teams that have been the championship game. Well, Houston. If not one. Houston, of course, a number of times. Yep. So it's an interesting field that remains. The teams that have yes. a handful have won championships and a handful have been in the championship game in their program's history. Right. Well, you know, back to UConn. So they, of course, under Jim Calhoun uh you know had a few national championships we'll never forget the Kemba Walker team that made the run uh started with the spectacular Big East tourney uh performance by Kemba Walker a New York native and uh and then they just you know where they he did amazing things in Madison Square Garden in the Big East tournament and then it carried right over into the tournament where they were just frankly unbelievable. Um, so yeah, and I think they won the other one, another one with Rip Hamilton and, and that that crew, but certainly both under Jim Calhoun. Um, so quite the glorious think, history there too. Yeah, I think he won three. I, I think he three. won three. I think you're right about that. I think it is three. That that's impressive then, <laughs> to say the yeah, least. And then, and then one more after that. So they've won four. 
Kevin Ollie, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's nothing short of amazing. Um, so, yeah, so, again, you and I both have a soft spot for UConn. I've watched that team play many times, men and women. Uh, and so I, I, I watched that game yesterday. I loved what they did. They, they, they're a true contender. They, they could win it all, no doubt. Oh, yeah. They have the capability and they have the depth and the players and they have you know, people off the bench. Oh, yeah. They have a good team. Very good team. Right. Dan Hurley's they the, the hardest, coach. They have the hardest road. They have the hardest road. They do. Yes. I, they absolutely I, do. So, yeah. No, it's going to be uh, fascinating to watch. Of course, Danny Hurley is the coach. His brother, Bob Hurley, coaches uh, down in Arizona. Um, but it's Danny who's advancing. Bobby, of course, was the famous point guard from Duke. Knows a little bit about national championships, uh, of which he won one. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Danny Hurley is, uh, you know, coach of UConn, and he's brought them to their former glory. So kudos to him, that's for sure. Yeah, he built up the program. They showed him when he first arrived, and so now here he is. Um, looking promising, Sweet 16, the toughest remaining bracket, I believe. But he's got a chance of playing. He'll be out in Las Vegas, uh, Arkansas. Um, will be the immediate opponent, and then if they were fortunate to win that game, it's the the Gonzaga, UCLA, it's the best in the West Coast. So, yeah, that, uh, I mean, said if they get to the Final Four, they're certainly going to earn their way. There's no thing that can say, well, they're going to beat them by double digits. I mean, you're going to be happy to survive with a one-point victory. Oh, it's all about survival, AP. That is truly the name of the game. Well, AP, it's hard to believe we are at the end of our show together. It's been great as always. This is one of the fun days of the year, talking March Madness and what is 32, which just endless amount of games nonstop for four days. It's awesome. But great job, and uh, can't wait to have this coming weekend. Hey, John, it's my pleasure. Yeah, look forward to the games. And thank you again, AP. And as always, thank you all for listening to All Around Sports. And we look forward to doing it all again next Monday at noon Eastern time. Thanks again for tuning into All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Be sure to tune in again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific time, 12 noon Eastern time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a terrific weekend. And we'll talk sports again next week.